Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mahomes being pressured, moves to his right. They're coming from behind him. Now flings it, slings it to McKinnon at the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Batman loves this stadium! Wilson out of the shotgun, center of the field. Karloftis comes on a rush, and Wilson will get sacked again. Third time in the game, it's Chris Jones. Second and goal to go for the Chiefs at the 10-yard line, leading 13 and nothing midway through the second quarter. And a screen pass right side to McKinnon inside the five. He dives for the end zone, and Somersault touchdown, Kansas City. A play action fake. They're going to throw it. Now the pass is intercepted off the tip. Willie Gay Jr., 30-yard line, 20-yard line, 10-yard line, 5-yard line. Touchdown, Kansas City. Second down and seven. Chiefs over the middle. Pass will be intercepted. Intercepted on a middle throw intended for Kelsey. And the pickoff by Josie Jewell. Snap to Mahomes. Again pressured. And dumps it over the middle. And the pass is going to be intercepted again. Kelsey walks in motion. Blitz to the left of Mahomes. Mahomes holds it. Fires it late. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Josie Jewell. His second of the game. Third by Mahomes. Just three bad decisions. Mahomes turning right. Now left. Spinning. Trying to keep the play alive. And fires it at the back of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster. Touchdown. Kansas City. I'm going to keep shooting. I think that's that's what it takes in order to win. Pacheco up the middle. Cuts it left. 40. Runs over a defender. Now two. Pacheco drives. He's got a first down. He gains 11 yards to the Bronco 34-yard line, Isaiah Pacheco. There is the kind of the, the yin and yang all in one little... No kidding, right? That was yesterday's game in a nutshell, right? All the the good, the bad, the... Whew. The escapism. I just told you as that was playing, I said, Mitch shouldn't have been that excited at the end of the game. <laughs> For the Pacheco run? Right. It should be one of those looking yeah. forward to Houston. What yeah. did this one mean? Yeah. More of a talk show at that point of time. Not the, oh, my God, we need 11 we yards. We needed but, a closing run from your rookie running back. Right. But know. the best thing about that call from Mitch, that's exactly how we were all feeling yesterday. Every single one of us was Mitch yesterday when he got that first down. Thank God. <laughs> Put the game away. Wait, we were up 27 nothing. you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's true. That's, that's, that's that, true. That is correct. All, that yes. was, all of that was true. Yes. And I, I, today, I, I'm not going to stomach. Well, it's the NFL. This happened. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No. 27 uh, nothing, and you almost lose is a little bit of a cause for concern. Got a chance to catch up with I, Isaiah Pacheco, who had that clinching run. If you missed it, uh, we played it around 830. You can check that out. Uh, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. Use the rewind feature. Find that as well. Uh, but always available, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download for free and listen on the go wherever you may be. All right, um, I'm just going to turn the reins over to you, tinfoil hat guy, I, I mean, as you I, I, <laughs> as you, you have continually pounded the table with this over the years and then 
found a perfect story for yourself yesterday. Well, I, I've been, uh, how long have I been telling you? It's about a decade yes, now I've been telling you yes, the league is scripted, time, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, I don't believe anything that you're saying. And the more that I've been telling people the league is scripted, more and more people give you that, Psst, come here for a second, I got something for you. I, I kind of believe what you're saying with the league being scripted. I'm like, well, all good TV shows have great scripts, right? Seinfeld didn't last for as long as it did because it had a bad script. If it's on TV, they're going to make sure that it's a good product. And the NFL is fantastic. If it's scripted, it's scripted. If it's not, it's not. Uberfax, who is a great follow on Twitter. Have, do you follow Uberfax on mm-hmm, Twitter? Mm-hmm. They're a really good, fun follow with just information. And yes, or not yesterday, but December 9th, whatever day that was. What was December 9th? Was that Friday, December 9th? I guess you yeah. can count backwards a little bit. At 3.34 in the morning, they, which is a bizarre time, right? <laughs> well, when you're inspired, you you go. Or when you right. find your facts, you, you send them out. Right. right. So at, at 3.34 in the morning on Friday, uh, Uberfax tweets this out. The NFL is recognized as an entertainment business rather than a sport, and they can legally fix the outcome of games. And so Uberfax tweeted that verified account. They're, they're pretty good at what they do. And so they put that out there. And of course, everybody starts responding to that, which total pro sports picks up and says, let's take you back a few years when former NFL player, Benny Cunningham shocked everybody by exposing that the league was scripted and they made him sign a paper to not go into detail about it. He said that the NFL is scripted, but they make us sign something so we can't get into detail. Tired of holding back. Who wants the full story? That was November 4th, 2020. I don't know that he ever said anything after that. I don't know that we've heard from Benny Cunningham since that tweet that he put out there, basically saying that these teams and players are required to sign non-disclosures that if they say anything, well, then, you know, we'll see you later, Benny Cunningham. It goes on to say former NFL player and Super Bowl XXXVII winner Dwight Smith admitted in a sports radio interview that the winning... XXXVII. That guy was great. I. Yeah. I. 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 IV. Um, so morning spec. Yes. Dwight Smith admitted in a sports radio interview that the winner of major NFL games is predetermined by the league and that both teams know literally every play the other team will run <laughs> as he puts it, oh, quote, the games on. aren't decided on the field. He also states that the NFL picks teams for the Super Bowls for the storylines they will generate. That case, it should be Philly KC this year, right? Right in your wheelhouse. Conspiracy theorists will look to pounce on any opportunity they get to label the NFL as fixed. Oh, wow. But is there any truth to what is actually being said by Uber Facts, right? So Hmm. um, you can also look to Hurricane Katrina, devastated the city of New Orleans August 29, 2005, extensive damage to the Superdome. A few years later, Saints finished 13-3, and won the Super Bowl over the Colts. The Super Bowl victory is seen as a major success story for New Orleans post-Katrina. How you feel about this information is up to you. They also talk about the Patriots winning the Super Bowl following the 9-11 tragedy. Patriots, America, 9-11, the whole thing kind of falling into place. So there is a lot of smoke right now for folks who have kind of We're looking put, the, for smoke. Who, who have put the tin foil hat on uh-huh. like uh-huh. yours truly. But I've been saying this for, I, I don't care. I love it. I don't, it doesn't bother. I don't want to know the, the script ahead of time. I love watching this thing play out every single week. And if it is ultimately, and it comes down to it, that it is a scripted deal, right? And so what, man? You knew Seinfeld I was scripted. choose to believe they have preferences. I refuse to believe that there is an outright rigging. 
See what I'm saying? I, I get that. And that's, I'm, I'm more on your side with that than I am like Benny Cunningham, okay. where everybody okay. knows the plays that are coming. I Correct. feel like they have kind of predetermined. Yes, they would be like, they, this it's would, a business. Man, this would be best for us if this happened. Right. It's a business. They're in to make money, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people question the officiating, too, in the NFL. Uh, like people are like, how could this happen? I'm like, well, the officials are told they got to keep these games closed. They got to make these calls. Got to make. Yeah, we this don't know happen. what their directives sometimes we, we are. Ju- you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know what they are. But I mean, am I open to that theory? Yeah, you're very open to that theory. Yeah, You've been I am. Long, I've been open to that theory for a decade long now. Open to that theory. I love, I love it. It's fantastic. I mean, look, it's a great TV show. Do you not love what you watch? No, it's, it's fantastic. Do you yes. not? Lo- I, I was telling my wife we're watching it yesterday with the two TVs going. I go. I love NFL Sundays. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. I love every minute of it. I don't care what's going on behind the scenes. Am I getting my money's worth, my entertainment value? You better believe yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, and you got an NFL subscription or something? I'm signing up for it. I'm just not in the level of, you know what? The NFL has decided that 27-0 is bad for business. You know what? Would it be good? You guys start throwing picks. Th- that's like, not I'm just not. I'm no. just not into that. Right. You know? I'm not into that. Not into that level. I think they have preferences. Sure, they do. They want to. They want to see this team and this team. This would be good. This would be. If boring. you're in the NFL, how could you not want Philadelphia, Kansas City in the Super Bowl this year? How do you not Kelsey v Kelsey? How do you not want Philly versus KC? Andy Reid versus the Eagles. You want that storyline, don't you? Doesn't that bring you more than a rematch with the 49ers see, or whatever? That, but but then I could also make the case. Hey, they want, they want Josh Allen to be good too, right? I mean, it seems like that's that's. That's a thing. So if they got Buffalo, would they be would they be brokenhearted? Who who is no. your ma- who who's your matchup with Buffalo? I don't that know that matters. You, that gives you, have the, you, you that have the bills, juice. You have the Bills Mafia and overdue and overcoming the four that they lost and blah 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 blah. I mean, I think there's there's enough storylines that they could they could make different things work. But yeah, I mean, I think I think Casey Philadelphia would be cool. Mm-hmm. Would be really cool. It'd be awesome. Yeah. See you in, uh, uh, in Arizona. <laughs> uh, also cool, KU and MU for like I don't know up to tip off I guess yeah, on Saturday fun. right yeah and then 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 Drinkschlitz got involved and made it even more fun so so KU rolls to the win didn't didn't uh, hesitate to roll it up at the end either no they did not and then the football coach from Mizzou uh, steps into it right yeah you, you you know if if you chickened out. Of playing this opponent. You can't show up to the basketball game and trolling the basketball team with five NCAA violation signs. Sir, you chickened out on playing the football team. Had that been the precursor to playing Kansas in a bowl game and you started it off that way, pass the popcorn. The coach is in the aisle with a sign. That's right. That says five NCAA violations. And he's hooping it up out there and having fun and doing his thing and everybody's cheering him on. Basketball team's getting pasted. I, I I don't know if you know this. Kansas is not SEMO, so a little bit different of a matchup. Um, so the basketball team's getting pasted out there, and the football coach, who's been 500 at best, who barely made it into a bowl game, is out there trolling the program and team that he is too afraid to play in a bowl game. So to me... Coach Drinkschlitz, you've got to have it one way or the other. Either you're all in and you're going to play Kansas or you're all out and you don't make a peep at the basketball game. 
this guy better be at the Kentucky basketball game when Kansas is playing their bowl with a sign that says Cal cheats too. I would love it. Right. We got it's It's got to go. It's got to be done. He's got to show up to that basketball game and troll Kentucky as well. And based on the performance of the team on Saturday against Kansas, you think people are rushing out to the page center to buy ducats to that game right now? Highly doubtful. I'm sure a lot of fans are going, wait a second here. We didn't play Kansas in football because we were going to play Kentucky in basketball. We just got rousted by 30 by Kansas. They 30 balled us. We're afraid to play him in football. I ain't going to that Kentucky game. I'm out. And so instead of Kansas and Missouri meeting in the Liberty Bowl, Missouri's going down to the Sarsaparilla Bowl, and Kansas is playing Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl. What fan base is really excited about either of those matchups? But if you were playing Kansas, Missouri, and Drink Schlitz was getting the the the, the smack talk going this week with that sign Ooh, in Columbia, I'm nice all two, in. Yeah, it's two weeks of I'm all in. Build up, be fantastic. But you can't do that when days earlier, according to Brett McMurphy, one of the most respected college journalists of all time, you chickened out and were afraid to play Kansas. Can't do that, man. Even Lane Kiffin calls you out. You know it's bad. Yeah. Lane Kiffin Lane called him out. Like, what are you did. doing, coach? Come yeah. on. Lane Kiffin's like, yo, bro, sit down. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I wish he'd have raging success because his talk game is great. His troll game is fantastic. Fantastic, Love it. But he doesn't win. He's a 500 coach. Like if you're Missouri, like a Missouri fan, aren't you a little embarrassed by him? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. (laughs) He does over there, nod his head. Yeah. 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 Like that's like the uncle that you don't want over for dinner, right? Like you're like, "Eh, he's part of the family. I guess we got to embrace him right now. But if he left, I wouldn't really care. Like, Missouri fans can't feel good right now today about that. 30 balled in their own building, coach holding up dumb signs, and then afraid to play Kansas. Like, you're not feeling good about that guy today. No, not great. Right? Not great. Today's edition of I Did Not See That Coming is next. Fesco in the morning. (laughs) Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Why? Didn't see this coming. No, I did not see this coming. 
Didn't have it on my bingo Mm-mm. card. Mm-mm. You should have. I told you about it like two minutes ago. Right. <laughs> and then you played it, so you should have seen it come and beat up. This date, 1989, this song was released, turned into a number one hit by then Debbie Gibson. It became Deborah, and then it all changed. That's right. It became Deborah in her later I don't years. I don't know. Did it all change? I don't know. I'll be going by Robert here before long. Mm. So uh, yesterday in uh, in Denver, couldn't have asked for a better weather day. December 11th. This I did it not see like, it coming for you today. No, no. Yeah, that, that's for sure. <laughs> like it was 60 degrees, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Right. And I was literally, I was refreshing the AccuWeather like all week long. Like this can't be real. This it's can't be real. Change. I got my, you know, stack of warm, you know, layer clothing, you know, the gloves and the hats and everything. Like, May not need that to the playoffs. I'm like, this is not right. I'm, I'm scrolling it all week and, and it kept saying like 50s, you know, I'm like, okay. And it was like, it was literally, it was like 63 degrees at kickoff. Is that what it ended up being? They, yeah. I, they were saying like mid-60s, it and was, it looked beautiful. It was gorgeous. I wouldn't know what the sun looks like. We haven't seen it in months. This from the Denver Post 10 minutes ago. Prepare yourselves. Denver International Airport gets you up to seven inches of snow tonight. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Sunny in 60s yesterday. Walk to the plane at the at that airport, right? Walked to the mm-hmm. ple- just pleasant evenings. Weather's gorgeous, right? And then it's going to be uh, seven inches of snow there, so I guess prepare for Denver. That is not this edition of I did not see that coming, oh, but it, but it, it could not? have been, oh. could have been, because I did not see that coming yesterday. The weather, <laughs> any of it? Oh, any? Oh, yeah. The, the, the weather all told the, that the change in weather and also the uh, fact that. Um, it's going to be seven inches of snow there today, and then De- Debbie Gibson released that song. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. All of it, yeah. all of it encompassing. So for uh, today's edition, I did not see that coming. Mine a, l- a little bit less about yesterday and more an overall season. I'll take one other positive. Uh, Tommy Townsend should probably be a Pro Bowl punter. To the beginning of the year, you were not keen on him. I thought you? he was going to get cut. Or they're going to bring in competition and move along. Right. Now, everything that goes off of his foot just crushes. That 72-yarder I was hoping didn't go into the end zone. Yeah. But he flipped the field late in the game, too. Mm-hmm. They ended up that throwing the third pick before that. But right. Pinned him back at the, at the five. He is having a whale of a season. I did not see that coming. He is, he is unreal. And then I was thinking yesterday... Because you pl- in the light air, I didn't get a chance to, to, to talk with him or, or Butker mm-hmm. after the game or during the game because we do we're on the same proximity. But I want to say, how hard is it not to just come out here and just try to crush the ball? Right. Like I feel like it's like going to like Top Golf, and as much as you want to play, you want to you want to just see if you can hit that back screen, right? You, want to, right? you just want to tee up that driver and let it rip. Like I would think in in. In the uh, the elevation, you just want to try to hit the ball as hard as you can and see how far it goes. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. Like, yeah. they were talking a little bit on the TV side of things. Don't you just want to boom them yeah. and see I where think, it goes, I don't think that would right? be the case. So yeah. I did not see, really, Tommy Townsend's season coming. Mm-hmm. He's He's been terrific. Terrific. Yeah. If, if we're doing it based on, like, what we didn't see coming this season, I thought Isaiah Pacheco looked pretty good in training camp that day we were up there. I looked at you and I said, I kind of like this guy, right? I'm hearing some good things about him. I didn't realize he'd be him and Jarek McKinnon together would be so money for this organization, right? I absolutely love 
watching these guys run. And I don't know, maybe Jamal Charles is the last time I uh, I said that I really enjoy watching somebody run. If you're going to make fun of the Jayhawks, by the way, this guy from the 816 on the text line, learn how to spell Jayhawk. It's not that hard. Um, J-Hawk. Yeah, right. right. Um, but watching those two guys, I have more fun watching those two guys run than I've had really since, I guess since Jamal Charles has been the running back on this team. They are just fun. And I don't know how to explain it to other people because if you tell people like outside looking in, what do you like about this team? Oh, Isaiah Pacheco and Jerick McKinnon. They'll look at the stats. They'll, and they'll go look at like, the numbers and go, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But, like, they just know how to make the right play at the right time. Right? Like, I, I just, there's just something about it that you can't describe, that you watch, that you look at, that you say, that's it. And if you're a Chiefs fan, you absolutely understand what I'm talking about today. But talk to a Bills fan or a Bengal fan or a Texan, whoever else fan, and you say Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco, they're going to go, all right, average. No, they're catalysts for this offense right now. They're great. It's weird when their first question, what do you, what do you impresses you about this offense? Oh, the, the, the two running backs. Yeah. <laughs> Love them. Love them. Excuse me? Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Uh, for me, I didn't see Russell Wilson throwing three touchdown passes the whole game, much less than three minutes and 32 seconds. Uh, just blew me away that we gave them that much life. And then uh, he actually started believing he was cooking there for a minute. And I didn't like that whatsoever. I want him to stay Mr. Anemone. The first portion of that game, I was like, I was all prepared for my Russell, you know, my what my Russell takes would be for today. And like for, through the first Almost through the entire first half, I'm like, oh, my God, he is so slow. He's washed. Like, he is so, so slow So you can see person. that being there on yeah. the field, yeah. Yeah, he just, he he dropped back, and then he's going to go, mm-hmm. and then, you know, not run anywhere. And they were, like, bottling him up, and he looked like he couldn't escape anything, and he looked really small, and, she, like, all those things that you'd said about. He's he would small. fall as soon as they touch him. He, he's small. He can't see over his linemen. Right. Boy, and he can't run now. And I'm like, all those things were happening, and then, then for a while, like like you said, for three and a half minutes, they weren't. Suddenly, run a zone read, and he's breaking it through. He's taking off in the open field and making plays, throwing touchdowns to Judy. I'm like, ah, crap. Because I I thought, like in person, I was like, that looked it looked good. really bad. So that not on his head though, too. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I did not see Russell Wilson playing well at all yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, Frank Clark was. Part of, I guess, helping Russell off the field. Right. He got credit for the tackle, but Russell's head plant in the into the field <sighs> caused the uh, caused the concussion yesterday. God, that injury. was nasty. Like the slow motion replay, it looked like that picture of Aaron Rodgers on the side, yeah. you know, yeah. on, on the yeah. side of his head. Yeah. Russell yeah. had that same out. type of look. He was out. Yeah. They didn't show they, that much yesterday. Oh, and then they then they picked him up and he was I mean it was why did they definitive. do that it was definitive like they it tried to like, pick him up like nothing was wrong we all saw the video yeah, he was yeah, there and he yeah. didn't know where he was yeah you weren't where you weren't fooling the concussion you know whoever triggers the concussion protocol mm-hmm. you weren't fooling anybody in that mix yeah you know it was it was happening um got a chance to uh, catch up with uh, one Frank Clark after the game in the uh, post game locker room in a game that had a uh, little of everything um it's the NFL you know you playing a Highly touted quarterback in Russell Wilson. Um, you playing a good defense in the Denver Broncos. Um, they've been showing, you know, all year why 
you know, they have a great defense, great DB, um, and Pat Sertain, uh, 4-7, the linebacker, he had a hell of a day today. Um, so, but just, you know, defensive have been playing good all year round. You can't sleep on certain teams, you know. Even though they're having a bad year, you know, things aren't, haven't been going the way that they wanted to go. Look at this. It's another short, you know, margin uh, victory for them that they had to suffer for a loss, though. At the end of the day, um, it was ugly out there for us, but it's the NFL, you know, and everything's not going to be pretty. Everything ain't going to be a blowout. Um, I'm positive, no, we got our 10th win. Um, a dub is a dub, and, um, you know, it doesn't matter how it looks. It just matters that you walk out of there with a W, and that's what we were able to accomplish today. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna ask you, was it as good as 27-0 was, or was it not as bad as when it got close? I mean, how do you, how do you take those away, or do you just have to take it all away? I mean, you take it all the way. I mean, you're going you're gonna to go into the first half and say, well, what we do the first half that got us into this position and, you know, we overlook everything. You know, it's a lot of guys across the board. You know, every time we come to Denver, it's some shit, You know what I mean? It's the elevation. It's, you know, guys throwing up. This guy's sick over here. It's always something in Denver. You know, I don't want to say it's the mountains. I don't want to say it's the elevation. You know what I mean? But, um it's the I feel like the team has a lot to do with it too the coaching you know you never want to take away from them as well you know and um, I feel like they did a great job in the second half they definitely beat us in the second half you know scoring 26 unanswered I believe it was forgot what it ended as but 26 whatever 24 whatever points unanswered until we finally was able to get off the field um you know that's that's good that's great that's great football you know it shows signs Russell got hurt and it kind of slowed him down but it shows signs to you know what type of team they can be in the future. And um, for us, we have a lot of things we have to do. You know, we got uh, Houston coming in next week, so we got a team that was playing some football today for most of the day against um, Dallas. And um, we have to get ready to go out against Houston and execute and play sound Chiefs football. He was very complimentary, Frank Clark, of the uh, of the Broncos, but also – um, they were not happy with how they uh, how they played. The uh, the they lock, shouldn't be. The locker room reaction was probably about what we expected. Got the win, yes, but yeah, take the win, move on. But um, mm-hmm. there were a lot of lot of things to to clean up out of that one, no doubt. And and that's at this time of the year, that's okay, right? It's okay to go out there Stacked and have to ups. clean things up. Yeah. Stack your wins and move on. Again, micro versus macro. Macro, though, that game doesn't play in the postseason. Correct. That game doesn't play in the postseason. Flip side, that, that was not the postseason. That, that gets you, you bounced know? in the wild card round. Correct, yeah. correct. Flip side is that was not the Correct, but if you play that like that. a division that, game in December, right. but take stuff out of it. That will will bury you in the postseason. Right. Yeah. You play sure. you play like that in the postseason. Turn the ball over in the postseason. Give up a twenty seven point lead. I mean, we've seen this team give up a twenty eight point lead in the postseason. Josh, we have seen it. You've got to learn from history, so you don't repeat it. Twenty seven nothing was very similar to thirty eight ten. Oh, you might say, well, that wasn't a postseason game yesterday. Thirty eight ten was a postseason game. We've seen this team blow big leads. We saw them blow big leads three times against Cincinnati. Okay, it's in their DNA a little bit. They got to finish finish off opponents, finish off the other team. Derek Johnson joined us a little bit earlier in the show. Um, he's the one handing out finished T-shirts today. Next, this is Festo in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967, with friend of the show Brett Veach. You're listening to Festo in the morning. I mean, I'm not, but you are on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. 
Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Just place a single first touchdown score prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game and if your bet misses you'll get up to $25 back in free bets visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager Kansas only new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Keurig Dr. Pepper 7-Up in Lenexa is hiring. Many positions are available. Merchandisers start at $18.50 an hour and warehouse workers at $20 an hour. Apply at careers.keurigdrpepper.com. Great brands and great people. Equal opportunity employer. And you get Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Sassed it up. This is like a remix almost. Looking back, she had no chance to evolve. No. You know what I mean? Like, they put her in a little segment that only worked in that time span. She had so good, nowhere though. to go. It's really good. Go watch those terrible videos. Like, there's nowhere to go, right? I mean, this is in a mall. This is Correct. a video in a mall. It's a mall and a bunch of pastel colors. What year was this? This was uh, the 80s. Just say definitely the 80s, in the right? 80s. Right. Okay. So there was so where pastel else do you colors expect a video to be in a mall? Yeah. yeah, in front I mean, of a bar. Some a lot of big hair. But yeah, there's a there's yeah. like an Esprit store there. Across the way is um, you know Spencer Gifts and Esparo is there, and you know a Jeans West, Mary Pagoda, and you know Sunglasses Hut and Hickory Farms. The hell are you expecting for a 1980s video beat up? Good Lord. I don't know. <laughs> NWA put a lot of thought and into theirs in the 80s. It was around Christmas. You had the person throwing the uh, the uh, the foam airplane. Yes. Oh, yeah. In the park. Back yes. and forth. See ya. God, oh, I love Debbie Gibson. Foam airplane. Um, I guess uh, I guess we have we have missed a, a marketing opportunity, Bob. What was like, that? How Josh? much money could we have made? A lot. If teams came to us for the finish T-shirt. Oh God, yes. Like, why didn't I get on and then market myself to teams? I'll give you your logo and finish. Every team needs one. Yeah. At some point in time, probably multiple times, mm-hmm. you can pass them out multiple times of the year. Because <laughs> uh, now the Chiefs need one. Finish a game. Like, 
finish off the Broncos so it's not a, uh, a nail blayer where Let me just finish the Isaiah Pacheco has to run out the game for you. Uh, Derek Johnson joined us earlier in the show today, Forever Chiefs linebacker, and he's, I guess, handing out the finished T-shirts today. But I'll tell you what, man, uh, we, we, are really, we are a really, really good team. We just have to uh, stay the course. I, I don't think we've been finishing, uh, finishing teams off, even though we've, we've won a lot of games. Uh, that's one thing I hope we do better is, is kind of finish off teams, finish them off. So pass out the T-shirts. That arrowhead now. But that was the that was the first thought that I had yesterday, and it was the first thing I sent you guys when we were kind of compromising, not compromising, but putting our thoughts together for the for the show today. You got to start winning these games, and you got to start knocking out opponents. I don't believe Andy Reid has that in him to go out there and just destroy an opponent. Um, I, I think he's kind of been that way his entire career. I bet if we talk to people in Philadelphia, they got a bunch of games where he was the coach of the Eagles. That looked like they should have won. They didn't finish off an opponent. They ended up losing that football game. I know from firsthand experience here in Kansas City, we have a litany of those games. Three against the Bengals over the last year alone. The the Indianapolis playoff game, you know, yesterday goes into that category as well, where you had the opportunity to go out there and just finish off an opponent. And that's the one thing. Like if somebody were to say, what's the one thing that Andy Reid needs to work on? The one thing that Andy Reid needs to work on is how to finish off an opponent and demoralize somebody and humiliate somebody and not let them back into the game. At times, I think Andy's too nice where he's like, all right, we're up 27 nothing. Let's not embarrass this guy. He's losing his job at the end of the year. We don't want to make a mockery out of him. Then all of a sudden, it's 27-21. You're like, holy crap, we got to find a way to get back into this thing. So I wish as you know, going into into Christmas and the holidays and Hanukkah and the new year and all that kind of stuff. You make, you make resolutions, you wish for things, you hope for things, you want things, you give away things. I want to give Andy the ability to go out there and demoralize an opponent in the postseason or in the rest of this regular season. And to be able to carry on that with him for the rest of his coaching career. Because if I think if he, if he had that, you know, ability and want to, to go out and just embarrass somebody, kind of probably got a lot more playoff wins, right? Maybe he has more wins in Philadelphia. Maybe he has more wins here in Kansas City. You got to go in there, and you just got to finish off that team. And again, yesterday, they just didn't do that. There's a There was a long time to play when they had the big lead yesterday, but, like, the way they ended the half, like, finish the half. Right, even. right. If they finish the half, that's not even a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Just, just like, finish the half. Just settle – I'll give you the one pick and the, enough. Josh, with five right? minutes with five minutes to go, it's twenty-seven nothing. With one thirty-five to go, it's twenty-seven seven. Just finish out the half, and that game's toast. Right. Close. Mm-hmm. Finish. Bring in Whatever. Wade Davis. Yeah, we need finish finish t-shirts now delivered to to, uh, to Arrowhead. Yeah. Finish out that half, and that game's done. Quarterback doesn't throw picks. That game's done. Right. Also, don't play a prevent defense. Once Mahomes did throw that second interception, they got it back with a buck six to go. Why are you playing a prevent defense? Go out there and be aggressive. Everybody knows how to spell it. We were all in grade school. Is that where we learned it, or was it middle school? Either one. Did they do the cheer in grade school? Yeah, I, think, I think that's where it started, grade hmm. school. I remember like sixth grade football, be aggressive, right? So that's we all know what it's about. You got to go out there and be aggressive. You can't play passive, man. I mean, like, it's such a cliche and it's so ridiculous, 
but prevent defense prevents a win. We see it all the time in this league. This is not hindsight. In the middle of it, everybody's going, what are we doing here? Why are we playing prevent defense? That's why I wish at times the players would look to the sidelines and go bite me and do whatever they want to do because it's better than this prevent stuff. There might have been something happening yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't verify, but there was some tension defensively, so... That might have been said. It yeah. might have been said. Yeah. I don't know. Might, may have been said. Yeah, maybe. All right. Maybe. So, so maybe it did happen over there on the sidelines. Yeah. You said it was. Uh, it was quite the uh, a little tense. Little, defensive. Little, the yeah. defensive side of things was was pretty tense. Be- because they're they're not getting the, the job done. And and really, we saw. I thought a lot of blitzing yesterday. Did you think we saw a lot of blitzing yesterday in that game, or am I just you know? No, you did. You did. That's not good. Blitzing isn't a good thing. Blitzing means your front four isn't not, getting home. Not blitzing that was getting there either. Right. You know? And that's the other thing. The blitzing wasn't their blitzing there. got there. Denver's Denver, did. Denver yeah. did a nice job. Denver's their, good with their with their yeah. with their blitzing. Chiefs did not yesterday. Right. So you've got to find a way to get to the quarterback. That's your front four. That you know, Mike Dana had a nice sack yesterday. Frank Clark, I thought played well. Look, Chris Jones. I'm always going to be highly critical of him because well, he's Chris the big was guy. Great he was he was good. Yes, yeah. he really was. He he changed the whole drive right after the Chiefs went up uh, twenty or thirteen nothing. Chris Jones changed that next drive. He forced Denver to switch out linemen. He yeah, was that good yeah, yesterday. Yeah. He, 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 he They're was like, fine. we can't right. play this guy anymore because Chris is eating his lunch. Right. <laughs> Wasn't mm-hmm. an injury from what, I, from what I gathered. Right. It was just they outright switched the guy like he can't handle Chris Jones. Right. So they moved on from him. Yeah. Chris Jones. No, Chris Jones was good yesterday, but I, I just always want more. Like he's going to be the, that guy for me. And, and it's a me thing. It is. I, I, I'll admit it. It's a me thing. I just, like I look at Chris Jones and I just want utter domination. I want him like Trey Smith yesterday on that block ripped a man's face off. Literally ripped that man's face off. I want to see those type of plays every single time from Chris Jones. And I know it's not possible, Josh, but I still want it. Yeah. I thought there was enough of there should have been enough of what you're looking for in Chris Jones yesterday. I think I think you were not looking hard enough for right. Chris Jones yesterday. Yeah, you're you're probably right about that. You're absolutely. There's other right games where you're like, okay, I want him to make the play, and I think, yeah, I, but I, think, I, I wanted him to take over the Cincinnati game. He didn't do it, right? Uh, yesterday, I thought he was he was pretty good. Yeah, but in like in, in in those games yesterday, where the tide's starting to stem a little bit, go out there and just get a big, they big, did not big sack. Hold the fort very well yesterday. No, they did not. When the momentum started to slip, it slipped. Right, yeah. They needed Coach Drinkschlitz with a sign that says "Play defense" or something. Yeah. And I'm not playing the what if Russell, but what if Russell was still. I don't oh, know. I was going to say you know that what I mean? too. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Thank God we got, you know, Mark Rippon's kid. Yeah. And Rippon in there was, was much better than, right. than the alternative. It didn't make it. I didn't think they were ever going to lose that game. But, but boy, it shouldn't have been a, wow, they needed to get a 10-yard Isaiah Pacheco run to seal it. No, Mitch should not have been excited at the end of the game yesterday. <laughs> yes. It was a very excited call for the last play because it was a huge. It was a huge run. I mean, Pacheco's run was just like tough. at that point of the game when you're up twenty-seven nothing. The ending should be Mitch going. You seriously don't put your ketchup in the fridge, Danon? Yeah. Like, like that kind of stuff should have been I, talked about. Getting Isaiah Pacheco run like that in the playoffs to seal a game, we're going to be. Oh God, yes! Over the moon, right? But that's a playoff game, right? Not a, right. Not a twenty-seven nothing lead that you had against a Yesterday, bad Denver like, team. Man, I wish that didn't need to happen, and it did. And it did, and it that's did. why I love this guy. Like plays like that, like the fans know, like the fans of a team know the minute details of everything that goes on, right? You know all these things. You tell somebody the Isaiah Pacheco run in Denver, we go, oh yeah, when he sealed the game there, yeah, everybody's gonna know that, like. That's what he does, man. He's just such a special, special player and fits almost perfectly to this team right now. Uh, so now the, uh, the the playoff picture, Chiefs would get the Chargers as of today. Anybody know. want that for a third time? 
Remember when I said last week when the Jets were in that spot, I'd take the Jets every day of the week? That's right. Uh, the Jets are no longer in that seven spot. It's the Chargers. Mm-hmm. That team's still around, Bob. I know. I had a chance to deliver the knockout blow yesterday, did Miami, to give the that Chiefs the team's division. That still and they didn't. But I don't want Miami around. around either, though. I don't like Miami. Their quarterback, he stunk yesterday. That was like watching, I don't know what, play quarterback yesterday. He was bad. That was like a high school kid yesterday. So, yeah, Chargers at seven. I don't want a third matchup with the Chargers. We've seen them already. Yeah. Done. I don't want that again, Mm-mm. especially if they've hung and hung and hung and somehow find their way in the postseason. Right. After the way they've looked. Continue to survive. Survived another one last night. I know. Right? Mm-hmm. They are the cockroaches of the NFL. I've been telling you, they're the L.A. cockroaches. So, Bills remain number one. They have the Dolphins this week. Mm-hmm. Supposed to snow in Buffalo. Miami's, Miami's not, winning, not that winning that game. That game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, once I'm like, oh, maybe you need Miami. Oh, no. so you were flying yesterday when the pregame show was on NBC, right? Yes. So you've been in that stadium, obviously. It's open on both ends, I guess. Some wind kind of blows through Where? there in L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not open air, but it's, it's, it's got a roof, but it's... Like, you, it's open. It's open underneath. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the, the ends are open. Yeah. So Mike Tirico is on the field before the game, and he gives this report at like 56 degrees or something in L.A. last night, right? He goes, don't hate the messenger. Miami has propane heaters on their sideline. It was 56 degrees and sunny in L.A., okay? They needed propane heaters on their sidelines yesterday to stay warm. How's Buffalo going to be on Not Saturday good. night for them? No. I was like, okay, maybe maybe you can count on the Dolphins to knock off the Bills. Bills got a tough schedule coming up. It's going to snow Saturday Saturday in Buffalo. Right. And they're housing the Dolphins, right? Right. right. Okay, so they, they remain atop. Chiefs second. Ravens continue to kind of be a get-away-with-it team mm-hmm. for the most part. Nine and four. They got a sneaky win yesterday, yeah. man. Two points over a bad Pittsburgh team that switched quarterbacks. That's just kind of like a hang on to. They're kind of, but they're there. They're, they're right there. there. They're, you right know, there. they're right there on your heels. Yep. Uh, Titans seven and six lost to the uh, to the Jags yesterday. They got obliterated by the Jags yesterday. That's the, what happens when you fire your GM midseason. The, they're the four seed. Uh, Bengals got by the Browns. Browns hung for like a minute, but not yeah. not really. Um, that investment in Deshaun's looking great. So they're the five. Dolphins the six, and the Chargers the seven. Outside looking in right now are the uh, the Jets and the Patriots. Patriots play tonight. If you could have a do-over and it's the Browns or the Broncos, who do you think wants to do over bigger at their quarterback spot? Because um, both have about the same amount of money and guaranteed dollars coming to them. I don't know. I guess the, I guess the Browns don't know yet. Maybe not. It's two games, though. They're 0-2. Or yeah. they're one, I guess they're 1-1. Yeah. They beat the Texans, but that yeah. doesn't count as a win. <laughs> it does. It does count. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh. yeah well, I mean, it, it will not count to cheat when the Chiefs go win there. It counts. It counts get, for them. They'll get 11. Yeah, they'll yeah, get their 11th win. That's true. Yeah. Um, I guess Broncos at this point, because you know. Yeah. Although maybe yesterday, now he's back. I don't know. After yesterday's he, he, play. He had a nice little half and then got little, hit in the head, and he may be spurt. out for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He may not He may not be playing this next week for the uh, for the Broncos. So, man. Chargers it would be. I don't like that one. I don't like that one at all. Yeah, I don't either, man. I don't like that one at all. But, but for the Browns, man, I don't know. Interesting to see how that one all plays out up there. But neither team can get rid of the guy. 
get rid of their quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, both of them are stuck. Yeah. No. Didn't the Browns give it all guaranteed money? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about dummies. And think about it, Those are like two quarterbacks. Well, one staying in the AFC. Deshaun Watson, you expected to be there. Like, mm-hmm. as a guy that's going to compete all the time. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson coming over from the NFC to the AFC. Ooh, we've added another AFC quarterback. Neither one of them are like, eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as both mm-hmm. teams are stuck with them, I'm cool with that. Right. I am too. I'm cool with that. I'm so, cool with it. Uh, I don't know. Let's see where the Buffalo next loss then comes. Cause I, I I'm Cincinnati, a, I'm ready to I'm Cincinnati, but then is Cincinnati winning bad? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cincinnati could still play themselves into the, I mean, they're, it's amazing. The week, they're not to the week division leaders league, at this though, point but, in time. But, no, but the week to week nature of this league is unbelievable because like last week we were, Oh yeah. Buffalo will find a loss. Look, they got Cincinnati. They got the Dolphins. Well, right. now it's going to snow on Saturday night. Yeah. Short week for Miami. They had propane heaters in LA. Not going to win that game up in Buffalo. No. Then you've got Cincinnati, and you're like, eh, I don't know. Maybe they don't go up to Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo doesn't lose a game again this season. Uh, Cincinnati would be fine. And then uh, they're the Patriots the last game, and I'm count- not counting on the Patriots. So I think, it's the, I think it's the Bengals because the Bengals still can't win the, the, you know, the division still could come down to their final game against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So you root for the Bengals against the Bills, and then you root for the Ravens, Ravens against, against the Bengals. Against the yeah. Bengals? Is that a lot of rooting, yeah. Is that how we're doing that? At this moment, right as it stands right now, that's where the uh, the rooting interest is going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just I was I was I don't know I was I hard time rooting for the Dolphins any point in time, but um, I was like maybe, and then I saw a forecast. I'm like, no chance, no right. chance. Uh, by the way, that 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 Tyree I, look, I I don't want to see the Chargers. That's the no, one the, team. The Jets I, was I don't a nice the matchup yeah. I wanted. So everything else is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, speaking of the, the Dolphins, that uh, fumble recovery run by Tyreek Hill. What was that? That was so cool. Just <laughs> stupid. Like that's that's your uh, that's your kid in the in the neighborhood that just beats you at everything. Right. It's like kick the can or something, you know. Capture the flag, however you played it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And he just runs in there, grabs it, and runs away. Yeah, he's, you're like, what? he's the great athlete in your neighborhood what? doing unbelievable things. And he things. did that in an NFL game again yeah. where the ball's just free. It's a rugby scrum. He just picks up and runs around everybody. Like nobody's paying attention. The guy flips it out to him. He picks it up and goes. It was yeah. great. I'm like, I'm a rugby team. I'm like probably offering him a scholar or a, a, a spot now. Yeah. My Everyone brother- come, come play rugby. It looked like a scrum. Ball pops out and the guy runs it. My brother-in-law is a Dolphin fan. I text him, that was a great play call by McDaniel. I mean, that's why he's an offensive genius. Yeah, put the ball on the ground, have two a point at it, and then Tyreek Hill picks it up and runs it back. Stupid. Crazy, man. If you missed any of the show today, our uh, chat with Derek Johnson, my locker room interviews with Isaiah Pacheco or Frank Clark, anything else we got to today, our uh, our Farvian comparison for the first time from yeah. Holmes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can uh, check it out, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. The guy who can't spell Jayhawk's going to be excited. Cody and Gold are coming up That's next. right. Talk to you later. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.